Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D. has been researching and studying prophecy since the 1980s. Today, he discusses how the changes taking place in the Israeli government could be the last event described on the biblical prophecy calendar. He's convinced that we have no more time to get our affairs in order. The Lord's return is near. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on June 13th, 2021. For today's update, I want to talk with you about how All the signs are now all in place and as such are all pointing us to Christ's imminent return in the rapture of the church. How do we know this? Because the Bible provides us with prophecy, specifically in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where we're told that the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church of Jesus Christ is first removed. I'm going to read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 beginning in verse 1, and I'll read through to verse 4, and I'm going to read out of the 1599 Geneva Bible. Verse 1, the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit writes, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our assembling unto Him, that's key, that's the rapture by the way, that ye, verse 2, be not suddenly moved from your mind, nor troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as it were from us, as though the day of Christ were at hand. Let no man, verse 3, deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come a departing first. Departure, rapture, and that that man of sin be disclosed, even the son of perdition, which, verse 4, is an adversary and exalteth himself against all that is called God, or that is worshipped, 
so that he doth sit as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's the Antichrist. Right before the rapture of the church, the Antichrist will already be on the scene. And there will be signs of him behind the scenes. You have to understand that when the Antichrist is revealed subsequent to the church being removed, that everything will already be in place. He doesn't set anything up. All he does is just flick the switches. By way of an illustration, all of the wiring is in place in the conduit. It's all been connected, and now it's just a matter of time before he's revealed, he comes on the scene, and he just flicks the switches to everything that we're told will take place and come to pass during and in the seven-year tribulation. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'd like to draw your attention to three of these signs that to me serve as an indication that everything is set up and already now, as we speak, in place. The first one is what appears to be an image that could very possibly become what the Bible refers to as the image of the beast. I want to give a shout out to all of those who sent me this video. I'm not exaggerating when I say this, but I probably had over 100 emails from people sending me this video. Now, it reminds me of that I think it's a Turkish proverb. It says, when one man calls you a donkey, pay no attention. But when two men call you a donkey, get a saddle. When a hundred email you, <laughs> you need to get a saddle. And so that's basically what I've done. This video that I was sent is titled, The Giant 2021. Pictured here, is a 10-story high image and statue called the giant. Now what follows are screenshots along with several quotes from this five plus minute video. Quote, its head moves, its arms move, it speaks, and sings, a place to behold heroes and superheroes, a space to celebrate the great and the good. Join the Giants movement. The world's largest selfie to human potential. The world's most awe-inspiring selfie. Visitors are scanned and instantly become a giant, and experience to share and remember for a lifetime. There's nothing like it on the planet. Imagine, you can be the giant. The giant transforms 
into a stage and a backdrop for festivals, concerts, performances, and special events. Let the party begin. The giant coming to 21 cities in 2021, and then they say this, quote, Awaken, awaken, the giant in you. I have to say that this was probably amongst the creepiest videos I have ever seen. Can I draw your attention to Daniel chapter 3? I want to begin reading in verse 1, and we'll read through to verse 6. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, whose height was 60 cubits, and its width 6 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon, and King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So, verse 3, the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then, verse 4, a herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And, verse 6, whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. The reason I wanted to read this actual prophecy in Daniel is because it is a prophecy that points to typology vis-a-vis Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who would refuse to bow down and worship this image. Also, it should be noted that this image was 60 cubits by 6 cubits, and if you want to count them, you can, but they were to worship the image when six instruments were played. 
That's your 666 typology, but it gets better. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are a picture, a type of Israel. And they, these Hebrew slaves, refuse to bow down and worship this image, and they are thrown into, cast into, the fiery furnace, and the detail of this fiery furnace is that it was turned up seven times hotter. Not eight, not six, not three and a half, seven. And they are thrown into this seven times hotter fiery furnace, and they are saved in the midst of the seven times hotter fiery furnace by Jesus, the true Christ and Savior. In fact, there's even this detail in the narrative, in the account. Nebuchadnezzar is astonished, as are all those that are watching this take place. And Nebuchadnezzar asks, inquires, wait a minute. First of all, there nothing's happening to them. Oh, by the way, the guys that threw them in to the furnace, they died. They burned up because, again, the furnace was seven times hotter than it usually is. That's hot. So they're inside, in the midst of this seven times hotter fiery furnace. And Nebuchadnezzar says, wait a minute, I thought we threw three of them in there. But there's a fourth, and it looks like, as some translations render it, the sons of a god the Son of God. That's because it is. That's the Son of God. That's a Christophany, a pre-Bethlehem appearance of Jesus the Christ in the midst of the seven times hotter fiery furnace. A picture, a prophecy, a type pointing to yet future, when Israel will be cast into the midst of the seven year tribulation. And at the midpoint, they will be saved and come to a saving knowledge of their true Messiah, Jesus the Christ, when and where in the midst of the seven-year tribulation. That's who Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego picture and point to. Question, where's Daniel? I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to tell you, he's not there. Where is he, pray tell? Daniel, pre-furnace, was taken up and exalted to a high position, and is not there at this time. Guess who Daniel points to? Guess who Daniel is a type of? The church pre-furnace, the church, pre-tribulation. That is the typology here wrapped into this book, this book of Daniel. In addition to the image of the beast, the second sign is the worship of the beast. 
And we're told that it will take place in the rebuilt temple there in Jerusalem. And we know this because of another prophecy, very detailed prophecy in Daniel 9.27, a prophecy we talk about often. Let me read it. He, speaking of the Antichrist, will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. That's the seven years. In the middle of the seven, the midst of the seven, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And at the temple, so the temple has to be there, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. This comports with the aforementioned 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit says that the Antichrist will set himself up in the temple of God, proclaiming that he is God. It is believed that that is when Israel at the three and a half year mark will realize this is not our Messiah. This is a false Messiah. And that is what will bring them to their true Messiah. And for the last three and a half of the seven years, Israel will flee to the place prepared for her. Matthew 24, Revelation 12. And for the last three and a half years of the seven year tribulation, God will protect Israel, who will be saved, coming to a saving knowledge of their true Messiah when in the midst of the seven-year tribulation. Now we have a question, and that question is, how close is Israel to this seven-year peace agreement, which seems to include in it, and likely at the start of it, the rebuilding of their temple. I've long held to the belief that when this seven-year agreement is enforced, confirmed, ikbir, in the Arabic and Hebrew, same word, that it will include the Jews being allowed to rebuild their temple there on the Temple Mount. And that will be part of the deal for them. In fact, that will be, I believe, what actually brings them, because they'll do everything and stop at nothing to get their temple. And so the Antichrist comes along and says, okay, you want your temple? Sign here. And the seven-year agreement is confirmed. Now, one need look no further than to the current situation in Israel today. For those of you that have been following what's happening in Israel, they have had an unprecedented four elections in two years. Never happened before. And finally, a new government was formed on Wednesday, June 3rd. Yamina leader Naftali Bennett, Lapid and Ra'am chairman Mansour Abbas, 
signed an agreement in its first coalition deal ever signed by an Arab party. Now there's a problem. This new government is the first time ever in Israel's history that they have joined hands with a Muslim Arab party in order to do so. So this morning, 4 p.m. Israel time, 3 a.m. Hawaii time. I woke up a little bit earlier because I wanted to watch the coverage, the live coverage of the voting on and swearing in of this new government. Now, I mentioned this, and by the way, at 7.57 a.m. Hawaii time this morning, before first service, which would have been 8.57 p.m. Uh, Israel time, they did vote by one vote, very interesting actually, in this new uh, government. And now Benjamin Netanyahu is officially no longer the Prime Minister of Israel after 12 years. And now Bennett is the Prime Minister. So <laughs> why did I bring this up? I don't know, I'm asking myself that question right now, but <laughs> Here's why. Some suggest that the unprecedented four elections, and now this new subsequent government, may actually be the catalyst for the anti-Messiah to arrive on the scene under the banner of a vacuum of leadership. And we're seeing that now, by the way. And everything is in place. It's exactly as we were told it would be. Perhaps I can say it this way. Israel is ripe and ready for the Antichrist to come on the scene now like never before. So we have the image of the beast and the worship of the beast which brings us to the mark of the beast, all three of which are foretold in the book of Revelation chapter 13. I want to read verses 11 through 18. Verse 11, John is writing by the Holy Spirit, Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It, verse 12, exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And, verse 13, it performed great signs Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked 
We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.